Welcome to Where Wine Takes You, a wine podcast that, I'll just tell you straight up, we're going to France, baby. Thanks to our friends at Cork and Cruise, we are getting on the Ama Cristina by Ama Waterways. Cork and Cruise setting this up to send you and I to the Rhone. We're going with Don Burns from Turtle Rock, Kit Kuiper from Hawks Hill, and Juan Mercado from Rise, also of Realm fame. We talked to him on the podcast, gosh, maybe a year or so ago with Eric Jensen. We had Don Burns on the show. We were talking about, gosh, NFTs and his then 100-point wine. Both those episodes are worth a re-listen. And we're going to meet Kit Kuiper from Hawks Hill today for the first time. Excited and excited to tell you all about what is happening August 1st through 8th, 2024. In just a matter of months, we are going to board the Ama Cristina for seven nights that will just never be forgotten. Always be treasured this cruise with CorkandCruise.com and Ama Waterways. Go to CorkandCruise.com. I got a link in the show notes so you can learn all about it. But over the next hour, we're going to be talking to Don Burns, also Kit Kuiper, about the cruise, about going to France. How? Because Don was one of these guys who, he's been hit up before to go on these cruises and has always said no. What about the folks at Cork and Cruise made him say yes? I've gotten a chance myself to meet Marianne and Jay, just an awesome couple. Really, their heart is all in on this. They love making experiences. They love Paso Robles wine, and mixing the two for them is a dream come true, and to have one of their favorite wineries on board is a definite dream come true, and now me getting on board? Well, this is one of my dreams come true. I can't wait to meet you if you can make it on this cruise August 1st through 8th as we head to the Rhone. Also, at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you about a way that you can get your hands on some, well, wine that you just can't get your hands on. It is the annual Paso Robles virtual auction. I think we got 30 plus lots this year, ranging from allocated wines that you just can't get a hold of to experiences that you see curated only for special occasions like the Paso Robles Wine Virtual Auction. So we will talk more about that later. I'll even give you a tease on some of these because some of these lots will blow your mind. If you can't wait, got a link in the show notes. You can always check PasoWine.com. Before we get into the conversation, we'll talk all about our Travel Paso Spotlight coming up. Paso Robles Distillery Trail. Lynette Sani is the director of the Distillery Trail. Over a dozen members now. I mean, yes, we are known for wine. We are wine country. But we have the only distillery trail in California making literally everything. Gin, vodka, whiskey, Amaro, vermouth, liqueurs, grappa. The list doesn't end. If these guys and gals can distill it, Lord knows they will. So looking forward to chatting with Lynette Sani of the Paso Robles Distillery Trail coming up after our conversation in our Travel Paso Spotlight. Well, what do you say? Let's get right into it. We show up to Turtle Rock. We are in Tin City and we got Kit, we got Don Burns, and we got a whole itinerary in front of us that we can't wait to share. We're going to France. Let's go. So give me that Easy. Gotta pick one of those two. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Look at this. This is the kind of drinks that we'll be having in France, my man. Little cocktails. Kate, you like cocktails, don't you? I, I definitely am known to like my vodka, that's for sure. Yeah. That's, that's not too. a bad thing. Kit and I get a lot of work done on Fridays uh, <laughs> under under the uh, umbrella of martinis. Well, we call it brainstorming. Brainstorming. Yeah. We brainstorm a lot. We do. Research and development. Yes. Exactly. How do you take your vodka martini? Uh, slightly dirty up with blue cheese olives. Woof. Nice. Go ahead. Exactly the same. Really? I think he copied my style on that. Who taught, each, <laughs> who, taught who that one? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just universally the best martini out there. Yeah. Slightly dirty. What does that mean? Just like a drop, Just an a eyedropper bit. of a hint, a hint. quarter ounce. Yeah. But vodka, not the gin martini. No, no. I love gin cocktails, but not a gin martini. Oh, that makes sense. So, um, you've been to France before? I have a couple times. Uh, most recently, last March, uh, did a trip out to the Rhone Valley and saw a bunch of our buddies out there and uh, kind of. Uh, Spent a lot of time in uh, Chateauneuf 
and then did some bandol. That's where Avignon stopped. We're going to talk about the whole itinerary. We're going to talk about what we're about to get into. But first of all, I know you have never done one of these river cruises. No, it's always been... uh, And you've been hit up. I have been hit up, yeah. I've been been, uh, asked to do these multiple times. Um, And the big thing for us is, is we don't really have a lot of wine available to the public. So marketing and and we don't do a lot of tastings we don't do a lot of public events we just we're we're pretty much sold out we have a waiting list um so there's just not this this desire to do uh marketing things and and you know i've always thought they sounded like fun they seem like a good idea but when you don't have the wine to sell it doesn't really it just doesn't doesn't fit um but this particular time uh, i was approached in a little bit different manner and it seemed a little less uh coordinated a little more free-for-all kind of uh, something that I could get some of my consumers and my friends behind and somewhere we could just really go have a great time and like you didn't see have to do so much work. I didn't have to put in and I have to guarantee it was it was kind of asking me a favor you know would you make your wines accessible for this cruise if we gave you the freedom to kind of structure it how you want and bring the people that you want and uh, and make it more fun exciting enjoy the region enjoy the wines enjoy the people and more importantly get the right people on the boat so that we're all we're all friends and we're all, we're gonna have a, a freaking great time it's gonna be unbelievable yeah not only have i been over to france but i've been on this cruise okay now normally they'll go up the rhone and down and then back up again so you might start in Lyon, end in arles or vice versa i've done this exact itinerary start in Lyon. there is nothing better i've never been so excited to get on a cruise through France than I am in the beginning of August with you. Well, I mean, you've done this cruise before, but you've never done it with wine of this quality. Before. No, I've never. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. And to have Paso wine be represented in France like this is so special because what they will do is they'll bring your wine on board and you'll be able to compare it and like juxtapose it to wines from the old world that are right there in town. So yeah. it's, it's certainly special. And in all of the places from when you, you know, you're on the boat and you're on the river and you're on the deck and you're, oh, there's Condru and there's like, there's yeah. an old hiking Hermitage. And, and it's also very visible from the river too. Oh. You know, like the vineyards and the actual places. It's very, it's very concentrated on the river. So it really does give you a great perspective of the region uh, if you have an interest in, in what that topography is like and what those hillsides look like and what the aspects are. You get, you get all of that at, at one time. Being on, you know, at M. Chapoutier and being, or at Hermitage and like looking across Across the Rhone and seeing like St. Joseph, right? Or seeing the topography is like, I'm glad you said that because seeing these hills come right down to the riverbank, yeah. it's, it's really something. And, you know, have you ever done an ocean cruise before? I have. The, this, I want you to like hit I'm not, I'm not C on the calculator. I'm never doing one again. <laughs> After a river cruise, I'm never doing an ocean cruise again. We're going to be on board with like, I don't know, maybe 100, 150 people. At most. Yeah. And you end up just like, these people are all about it. You get to know them. You get to love them. So it is going to be really, really something special. And and uh, the folks, Ama, are fantastic. Cork and Cruise are fantastic. It's really going to be something special. I just can't wait to be there with you, dude. I know. It's going to be so much fun. I I, uh, I'm super excited. Yeah. Super excited. And, uh, you know, I kind of associate it with, uh, I did a trip to Blackberry Farms last year, poured wines out there. And it was about 150 people. And we spent three days together, and you really got to know... It's like adult summer camp. It's like adult summer camp, and everybody (laughs) loves to have a good time and loves to eat well and loves to drink, Um, but you get that intimate time. You get time to, like, ask questions that you don't have time to ask in a a different setting, in a a tasting room or on a winery tour. You know, you you get three days, four days to just hang out, see some beautiful things, and and the wine that we're going to have on board is going to be next level. Well, it's funny because, like... The being on the radio for a long time, doing this podcast for the time we've done it, a lot of people feel like they're sitting at this table with us right now. And that is the biggest compliment you can get. For sure. To be able to go on a cruise like this and to chill with Donnie and to hang out. It's okay if I call you Donnie. I don't want of them course. to call you Donnie. If we they know don't want each to other you. a while. Yeah, I know, but they don't Donnie. know. <laughs> they're going to come up to you on the boat and be like, Donnie! <laughs> I don't mind. It makes me feel young. So it's like... To be able to have that that rapport and get to know someone, it just makes the situation, the wine, the the whole recipe that much more 
fun and special. So I, I agree. You know, so if you are a fan of Turtle Rock, and we're going to get into, uh, we're going to introduce you to Kit in a second, but like if you're a fan of Turtle Rock, you're a fan of Paso, this is probably, at least in my experience, my trips to France, no better way to get to know Paso and specifically you than this trip. So uh, I agree. And, and the roots to the Rhone Valley, you know, because that's where our, all of our wines are rooted from. You know, yeah. the majority of the wines that we make are Rhone varietals, and, and I've been hugely inspired by that region. So it's, it's fun to, to go back there for me and to uh, kind of bring it all full circle. Now, what is cool about this is that, you know, I think it's so cool that you're going, but when you wrangle in your friends everyone's ears start to perk up like, oh, Kit Kuyper, okay, because I've been a fan of his and, you know, from sitting next to you at In Bloom or chilling with you here or that event. First, before I get to Kit, why did you, why were you excited to get Kit involved? A couple of reasons. One, he's probably my favorite favorite drinking buddy, an awesome individual. Uh, we became friends, but he has an, an amazing property uh, in the Adelaide District that has uh, such amazing potential. He's already making great wines from Hawks there. Hawks who? Hawks who? Um, but yeah, recently he uh, took me on to to trust me with his brand and his his vineyard to uh, to help him escalate his wines, hopefully, and and make some really cool stuff. And, I, and I'm super excited about the project. Like, so you're that. making his wines now at Hoxton. I am. Yeah. Wow. And, and the property is is literally one of the most beautiful places in all of Paso Robles. Kit, um, thanks for sharing with us. Thanks for being on where wine takes you. Where is your property? We're on Adelaide Road. Just across the street from Halter, basically, yeah. on that side. So a lot of north-facing, east-facing, south-facing. Uh, like where, where Adelaide meets Vineyard? Close to that. Ish, yeah, right little, around there. A little east of that. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's a great spot. So tell me the phone call. Tell me the text, how Donnie wrangles you into this. Well, into the into the cruise, well, yeah, well, <laughs> or the wine making, or, or, uh, <laughs> yeah, the wine the wine making is actually pretty funny because I was looking for a potential new winemaker because of obviously uh, Anthony Young's been making the wines. Great, love Anthony. But oh God, he's with great. The, he's fantastic. With the acquisition, there was some uncertainty as to what was going to happen with Anthony, so we wanted to make sure you know we wanted to hedge our bets, you know, make sure we were in the right spot. So, looking for winemakers. Um, and we were in Napa, actually, during Bottle Rock. Yeah. Damn. V-sellers were hanging out. Um, Don and I have been friends. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought to ask Don to make the wines. But, but he, you're tight already. You're friends already. Oh, yeah. We're tight. But we, he overheard me talking with Tony Biaggi about hiring a winemaker. And he was literally walking by and said, wait, what? You need a winemaker, motherfucker? <laughs> I'll make your fucking wines. And I was like... <laughs> Really? Okay. Now, that doesn't seem like because you you have a full day already. What was it about Kit and maybe his property that lit you up? Um, I, I think there's there's a couple really important things for me when I even consider making wine for someone. And first and foremost is the person. Yeah, you know, they have to be someone that I feel like I can work with, someone that trusts me, someone that that I I can see a fruitful relationship that's going to be be good and, and beneficial to both of us. And then the second thing is the property. You know, if it's not a vineyard site that I think that we can make world-class wine from, then I have no interest in it. Like that's that's what drives me is making world-class wines. And he just fit both both things. I mean, the uh the friendship, the uh, his personality, his desire to be great and to make great wine, spend the money if it takes it, you know, no, no cutting corners, just making perfection. And he's got the property to do it. So to me, it seemed like a great project and, and seemed like to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're psyched. What's going to be your yeah. first? Is it 23 or 24? Yeah, 23, and the wines are ridiculous. Really? Yeah. 23, let's, let's divert for a quick second, talk about this harvest. Because 23 was one of these years where you hear a lot of people after 22, lots of drama, heat, this and that. 23, people come out going like, man, these wines are looking good. Yeah, it's funny. I, I kind of associate it in uh, odd years right now because 19 was a banger. Right, 21. 21 was a banger. Yeah. 23 is a banger. And that's not the short case. I mean, obviously, 20, we had smoke taint. Um, our wines were not affected, but we definitely felt the, the pressure of that. Everyone and then did. 22 is, is, a, is a great vintage. If it wasn't sandwiched between 21 and 23, it would, it would be a great vintage on its own. Um, but yeah, 23 was just extremely special for a ton of reasons. The, uh, the numbers, chemistry-wise, which is not my forte, but they were, they were perfect. Uh, the extraction, the color was, was off the charts. And it was also a fruitful year. So it was actually a year where there was production. 
And that never happens where you get more fruit and it's excellent. Like, fucking sign me up. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I have 23 every year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're and even now that they've, they're, they've gone through Mallow and we're tasting through them, like, I really believe they're some of the best wines we've ever made. And I'm amazed at what we've been able to do. Uh, a kind of new venture into Bordeaux varietals. And what I've seen from those in 23 just blows my mind. People were all about 19. 19, yeah. like you started hearing them raving. I did all right at 19. About like, oh, yeah, I heard you did. You got a, <laughs> got a 100 point wine. But people are raving that like, like they were in 07. Then 21 came, and then 19 started to become like this, like, we don't even talk about 19 anymore. 21 was so huge for wines. Yeah. And this is the year, the vintage, that you started your first Bordeaux. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, probably, exciting. probably blind luck. Was it? Uh, yeah. Did I you mean, stumble on fruit? Why did... Because I, mean, I look at my friends like Epic. I'm like A lot of folks... Kind of dabble. Yeah, are dabbling in the Bordeaux and having great success at it. Yeah, I'd never really... I, I had seen very few Cabernets from this area that I was extremely excited about. Stefan obviously makes one, uh, one of my mentors and just an amazing, amazing winemaker. But uh, it just never really piqued my interest. I was so hyper-focused on Rhone. Um, and then I had an opportunity to work with some fruit um, from G2, from Bill Gibbs. Um, and I was like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. And, and it was interesting because... I didn't want to follow the normal path of, uh, I have a lot of buddies in Napa. There's a lot of ways that they make wine up there. And we did it old school. We, we ferment cold. We, uh, we bleed a lot. We do a lot of Saunier. We, it's painfully expensive. Um, but I think we achieve a product that is more internationally renowned, more worldly, more old world in style. That's it right there. We can crack Dude, it open. I think I got to. This is the 21 cab. It's still a shiner. We're it's still so shiny. Yeah, it. It's getting labeled on the 28th. So this uh, just got bottled. It got bottled. When will this uh, go to release? Hopefully April. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, I wasn't even sure I was going to bottle it because was, it was kind of a, you know, a, just a, a shot. At, you know, let's give it a shot. Let's see what we can do. Do you get a little bit like, and don't read too much into this word, but like insecure when you try as a winemaker a new style or stuff you're like are my people gonna feel it or they're gonna feel it because they feel or you're not even like am i off on that what, what do you think about that i don't even know how to spell insecure okay <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah I, i've always been I, a yeah I, like, I have a, i have a great wife who who supports me immensely in my business <laughs> ventures and uh what we like to say is that i'm the balloon with a ton of helium in it and i'm constantly taking off and she's the one that pulls my string down that's so funny because my fiance <laughs> just tells me that i'm just hot air so yeah I'm, I'm well, it's kind of similar I, I, right yeah. same idea same idea helium. no but i get what you mean she's well, my balance right but yeah, i no, i'm not scared i'm not claudia is no joke i mean like I like to take things on head on and, and do it full force and do it to the best of my ability. So who do you taste? Who do you talk to when you're trying to accomplish your first cab and really make a name for yourself in Bordeaux here? So it's interesting because I actually made it without talking to anybody. Really? I just wanted to do it, use my experience and my knowledge and what I do and make it the way that I make wine and see how that would come out. Since I made it, I, I, you know, Juan Mercado is, is a good friend and obviously huge in the Cabernet world. And might see him Napa on the cruise, world. I heard. Might see him on the cruise. Actually, you <laughs> will see him on the cruise. Um, but yeah, so I confided in him and um, kind of ran the wines past him. And he's like, this is great. Slow down for someone. For Juan Mercado was on the show with Eric Jensen, Realm fame. I mean, if you're going to talk yeah. about someone who knows Cab, he's like, yeah, he's, he's he's in the he's in the epicenter of or was, and now he's got his new brand rise here. But but he knows Cab. He knows Cab. So to bounce off him and Tony Biaggi, who's a good yeah. friend of ours, and 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 Brad from um, Abreu, and uh, we have a lot of friends up there. And it was interesting because what I decided to do was very similar blend wise to what other people are doing up there already, but I found it more satisfactory to myself to to do it myself and then get their opinion rather than take their opinion first and yeah it's pretty crazy right that's beautiful i just put it on mute so i could do all my swishes and all that yeah, yeah. Microphone. but like that's gorgeous and i think too that like you have to realize 
if, if all the cab experts that you're going to are, are in Napa and who are great friends and, and I love them all, but this is a different region. And I think that we offer different things here than they offer up there. And we can do things a little bit differently. But they, they already love what we offer because they've been buying our cab for They ever. love us. Yeah. They, I mean, and, 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 I, and they have a lot to teach us too. So sure. don't get me wrong. No, I, of course. I am open ears. I, yeah. I'm only, I've only gotten to where I am because I listen a lot. Ears open, mouth shut. Yeah. Unless you're on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that with me. Yeah, no, but I know what you mean. When you are trying to absorb something and learn something, it's just like, hold on, zip, intake mode, right? Yeah, yeah. Put in the work and, and just put your nose down and, and get to it and, and, and pay attention. Kit Kuiper, what do you think of this cab, my man? It's great. That's beautiful. Gosh. Nose is awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, so will this change at all from when we bottle it and, and sell it, or is this pretty much the Well, this final is product? the finished bottle. I this just haven't labeled it yet. I mean, obviously, as it ages, the tannins will, oh. will soften a little bit, but we also work very hard on our wines, too. I think it's easy to make a wine that is, is approachable early and falls apart in two years. And I think it's easy to make a wine that is unapproachable for 10 years, but it's great in 15 years. What's really hard is to make a wine that's approachable early and ages gracefully for 15 years. And that's what we try and do. You know that little emoji where it's like the mind and the mind blown emoji? Yeah. You just did that to me. Nice. <laughs> I've never had Again? that explained. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had that explained to me like that. And, and I think that may be specific to our area as well because yeah. of our level of tannin acid that we have in our wines here. Um, the two the two basic ways to make wine last are tannin and acid. So, yeah, the, the natural preservatives. So we have that naturally in our wine. So we can achieve ripeness that nobody else can achieve, but maintain acidity, which is a very rare thing, which which makes Willow Creek and Adelaide especially special, but Paso Robles in general special. Um, so part of it's luck of being in the right place, you know, and, and in a time in Paso where there is a strive for excellence and there is the farming quality and there is the, the Justin Smiths and the Stefan Aseos and the, 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 the precursors. The Donnie Burns, stop it. The Donnie <laughs> Burns, right? The, the, you know, we know we have people who are doing this and just paying extra attention to the way that not only these things are farmed, like you said, Justin Smith, G2, Hawks Hill, where we're farming these things the right way, but that when the winemaker and the, the folks in the cellar put their fingerprint on it, they're paying homage to the way it was farmed, and we're putting out, you know, a minimally intervention wine that just yeah, and I think expresses. That's extremely important to say because we talked about how through processes we can we can make a wine that's approachable and age, but it's not chemical processes. No. It's all natural fermentation processes. Yeah, so no, we sure. are not manipulating our wines, which is something we're very proud of. We're yeah. very natural. I mean, we're not a natural wine. Right. But, no, I get what you mean. But we're, we're organic farming. We're uh, kids organic farming. We do, we do everything to make the land happy. And we think that it makes a better product in the end. Yeah, it really does. And the wine that we're drinking right now, this 21 cab, for folks that sign up too, because we want to get people on this cruise. I would love to see folks of Where Wine Takes You on this cruise with us. We will have an absolute blast. And I've had people reach out and be like, oh, when can we, you know, do a dinner with you guys or do this? Like, this is going to be the first and like big splash way to get involved. We're going to I can guarantee I will have a shot and a glass of wine with everybody on that. Boat. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to be doing, we're going to, maybe be, not in one day, but I will get yeah, there throughout we, the process. We are going to be doing, um, we're going to, I'm going to do a show from that. That boat like we were going to be bringing Paso to France and bringing France back to Paso because the influence on both sides is unmistakable and if folks want to jump on you go to corkandcruise.com for folks who jump on they use that promo code Paso wine if you are interested seriously of serious interest to get in this cruise with Donnie Kit going to be there i'm going to be there we're going to we're going to france we're going to france y'all if you want to get in on this you can go to corkandcruise.com when you get serious about signing up you use that code paso wine donnie has got a magnum of this wine this 21 cab first of all 21 was a ridiculous vintage his first expression of cabernet sauvignon a magnum signed for you just for getting on board. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'll probably uh, go visit some of my friends while I'm in, in the Rhone and, and bring back some pretty baller wines from them too to Ooh, uh, share with people. I know that when we did this cruise, and we're going to talk about the itinerary in a bit, but when we did this cruise, um, my girl and I last time, so what's so cool about Ama is that like, if you're not into like the, the thing that they have planned, there's always a couple things planned. 
Choose what you want to do. It's like choose your own adventure there. Yeah. And they're so good. Those are really the great. foods. I'll talk about the food in a minute. Food's ridiculous. But they got bikes sitting outside the boat. One day we're in Lyon. We're like, let's just go ride our bikes through Lyon. So we did it. Oh, what a beautiful city, too. Oh, I know. It's, it's they say, what they call, they call the stomach of France. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the stomach. That is, like, where the food's at. I mean, Paris, yes, great. Been to both. But, like, Lyon is a gem. And the rest of the cities, I mean, like, oh, that's where Vincent van Gogh painted that. And, you know, I got a bottle of Turtle Rock in my hand. Or It's it's just really, really special. So I hope folks go to corkandcruise.com. If you are considering this, I would love to have you on board. Use that promo code Wine. Pass all wine easy, throw it all together, and uh, this magnum of 21 Cabernet from Turtle Rock is going to be coming your way, and then we're going to see you in France, baby. It's awesome. Yeah. Kid, how many times have you been there, bro? I've been there a couple of times, definitely two, three, maybe four times. Up and down the Rhone? I've been down the Rhone once, so this will be, but not, not on the river. I just drove. Yeah. I, I sort of popped in here and there, but no, this will be the first time on a cruise, especially a river cruise. So I'm excited. What I love about the way the cruise does things is they'll go to places, like I did one through Bordeaux and one through Rhone, and Rhone was my favorite because you'll, you'll, you'll pop into places, and it's not like if you've been on an ocean cruise, you know, like, uh, okay, I did like the Bahamas ocean cruise, right? And it's like people are trying to jump up. As soon as you get off the boat, they're trying to sell you weed and like, yeah. Like shit, <laughs> they're, they're waiting for you. Kids. They're yeah, waiting, waiting, waiting for you. Wait, 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 that's not like, going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but like, you know, the, you, you are showing up into a town that is just existing as a French town. Yeah. And whether we're in Avignon and we head up, head up the Rhone Embassy or, you know, I didn't do the the excursion that day in Avignon because I wanted to take a taxi to Bocastel. And like, I mean, we're, it's going to be so rad. That's cool. What yeah. people have the opportunity yeah. to Kit, do there. Kit and I will be out yeah. uh, scavenging rare bottles to yeah. uh, share with yeah. people on the boat. Yo, yeah. I love yeah. that. That's going to be rad. Finding yeah. some cool little retail and I, spots. I think too, like uh, one of the cool things when you ask about why him and, and then, and we talked briefly about Juan Mercado, but but he's he's coming with us. He's a very good friend. Oh, wow. And his new brand what Rise is uh it's already going off the charts and of it's course. already and uh like the cool thing to me is that all the wines are almost impossible to get. Hawks Hill is tiny production, fabulous fruit, but very, very small production. You're not gonna ever find it in your store or you, you can't just go buy it, you know. Juan, same thing, you know. Go go and try and buy all of his rise, buy a bottle of his rise right now. Yeah, go try luck. and buy a bottle of my. You know, it's it's all gone. It's all allocated. Um, so I think it, it just makes it special in the fact that it's it's going to be a party and it's going to be great wine and great people and uh, we're going to just have a fuck ton of fun. I yeah. promise you will drink the best wine of your life and being one of the most fun times of your life. This will be an unforgettable trip. I think of all the little times that I was on this boat and not even with like a turtle rock and a Donnie and a Kip. This is going to be so crazy. This is going to be rad. So let's go through this um, itinerary. Sure. You come with Kit, Don, and I, and Juan. Yeah, Juan. We're going to start off in Lyon. Again, this is a city. It's the second biggest city One in of France. my favorite cities, too. It's so beautiful. Best food beautiful. city in France, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Doubt. That's why they call it the stomach. Yeah. I mean, we and were... the right time of year, the, the snowboarding in Chamonix is fantastic. We're gonna... <laughs> in August? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just so we should say the day. I'm Not that I've ever done that. But August uh... 1st through 8th. Yeah. We board on a yeah. Thursday. We get off on a Thursday. There are even like packages where you can, like if you want to extend. But like I say, get on this boat. It's one week. First of all, the folks at Alma Waterways take great care of you. They act almost like a little embassy. They're so courteous of you. If you have issues, they take care of it. They're all about, they they all speak English. They're all incredibly hospitable. Like you and I, Kit, we all know great hospitality in Paso. That is exemplified over there to, I agree, to yeah. the 10th degree. They are so on it. Uh, we're going to start off in Lyon. And then day two, we go from Lyon to Travaux. Uh, and I would love for you to just Google some of these places. You could go to um, uh, the Beaujolais wine region. We're going to be over there. Um, Vienne, day three. I mean, outdoor cafes. French breakfasts. I mean, it's going to be incredible. Tournon. We had a lot of fun in Tournon from, you know, riding the bikes around. I mean, you're seeing, oh, yeah. again, some of the prettiest places. Well, on the architecture and the history. and the, I mean, if you haven't been, and even if you have been, especially for the people that have been, I guarantee there'll be a day or two when Kit and I are too hungover to go anywhere. You just stay and drink with us on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I've totally done that on these boats. You just hang out. And whether you want to go and do, and that's the best part. It's like they may have two little A's and B's that you can do for your itinerary. If you don't want to and you want to chill on the boat, you can. And it was funny. We were in Bordeaux, actually, and I was, uh, everyone was in Sauterne. And I was just, I was struggling with a cold, wanted to be good for the rest of the trip. So I stayed on the boat. And what I saw on the boat, what people are doing there while everyone else is off the boat, they're going to the local markets and they have like all of their crew in like a conveyor belt line and they are handing over tomatoes lettuce yeah. all the local produce cheese. from that area the cheese is yeah yeah they would tell me the soups this is kind of became an inside joke on the boat with me they would tell us the soups i'd be like okay yeah both of those like i'll do both i'll and, have the soup of the day yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So then we go to Tornone, uh, day five in Tornone, uh, private train rides. I mean, it's just so beautiful. And then you look at some of these places, you're like, oh, Vincent Van Gogh painted that building in this place. And we would just go to the different places that like, the artists would go be inspired by. Uh, day six, Avignon, one of my favorite days. Avignon. That is where there's so much going on. There's a, a papal palace, like where the Pope used to have his palace there. It's right by like the embassy of Rome, where they have classes, a cellar in the old Bank of France building that would blow your mind and the the, the age of it Oh, yeah. You know. It's the old Bank of France building in the vault, and it's just wine now. Like, how cool is 500 this? years before we thought about being a country. I know. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> and then um, uh, day seven, Arles. This is where, like, I feel like, I think it was like Vincent van Gogh. He was from there. So there's so many things that, like, talk about him being there. And we took a bike tour to the parks that... We don't all- have to sacrifice an ear, do we? Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. You will come back right. with both your ears. Excellent. That is guaranteed from Cork and Cruise. You will come back with both your ears. <laughs> but what a great trip. You were going to have seven days, a full week of great food, great wine. But best of all, you're going to have wines that will blow your mind. And the best part is that you're taking these wines and you're juxtaposing them to the wines that inspired them. I mean, these are the wines that expired you. And I I think there's a a less of a uh, expansion between old world and new world, especially in the Rhone Valley now. Um, As climate change is happening and the Rhone Valley is getting warmer, they're actually able to make wines more in our style. And we have a lot of friends that come out for hospice to Rhone every year, and they they want to. Like, we're so fortunate here to be waiting for optimal ripeness, ripeness and acidity to come down, where most places are picking because acidity is falling off the charts. And they want to maintain a city, so they pick where we like. Pastoral is one of the only places in the world where you can literally achieve optimal rightness and not have to worry about your acidity. We're, we're very fortunate in that, and then I have a lot of friends out there that make great wines, and now they're kind of getting to that point where they can get a little bit riper, you know. Which which also brings up alcohol, which has always been an issue here. But now, if you look in Chateauneuf, the alcohols are starting to creep yeah, up right. Too. You start seeing Chateauneuf's like four. But they don't 15. have to change their label every year, so you know, <laughs> right. I got a buddy. I won't mention his name, but he makes an incredible Grenache, and I tasted it when I was out, and I was like, I looked at the labels at thirteen eight, and I was like, no way, shit, <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, 16-2. He's like, but we haven't changed the label in 70 years. 70 years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were were in – I went to see my buddy uh, Louis Barreau at Saint-Combe. He was the one I poured with at Blackberry. And I went to visit his estate. And it's uh, 780 years old. And uh, he had had vats that he still ferments in that are concrete – well, rock, carved out of the rock that were used by the Romans – and uh, it was just, you know, as as awe-inspired as I already am by just being in this business and being able to do this for a living, uh, just to see that history and to see that amazing, it's just so different out there. You know, it's generations. It was, uh, when we did the pouring at Blackberry, John Alban, our good friend, uh, introduced us and he said, we have the perfect dichotomy for you this year. Because they usually do old world and new world. We said yeah. we have Louis Barreau, whose family has been making wine for 720 years. And we have Don Burns, who's been making wine for 720 days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks, John. Thanks. Thanks. That's going to be easy awesome. to follow up. <laughs> it's so good, though. Yeah. But it's so fun to have the backdrop be a place that has inspired you. No, and we became great friends, and he loved my wines, and I loved his wines. And uh, it just shows that it's not... It doesn't matter where you're from or, or, or where you do it. It's, it's, it's the, the ability to want to make quality wines, the ability to want to farm correctly, the ability to want to be excellent. It's really the commonality there. It's not, it's not region. Obviously, regions have certain specifications or flavor profiles or, or benefits or 
but it's really the, the drive to want to make the best wine in the world and, and be around people who believe that same thing. And I know, although in the States, we very much revere the winemaker. There, it's very interesting they don't. It's very much just who is in you know in charge of the vineyards or the yeah. the vigneron or it's very so i think it's cool is because like folks like you here who I mean, you guys are rock stars. When people come to Turtle Rock and they get a chance to see Don behind the bar, they go to Hawks Hill, they get a chance to see Kit. If they're lucky. If they're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little behind Very the Very social, yeah. <laughs> but it's, all, you know, it's, it's amazing, though. The lifestyle, I think, of the wine community is amazing. Everyone shares that same lifestyle. Good wine, good food. That, that lifestyle, it transcends regions, 100%. Exactly. You are coming on this boat with us, kid. Tell us, I'm so excited. folks get to know a little bit more about Hawksell, how you, uh, where wine took you and how Wine Paso found you. Consumer. I was always a consumer of wine. I worked in the restaurant business. Actually, Don and I both worked at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse at one Stop point. It. In yeah, the same it's, one. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. No, not the same one. Oh, okay. not the same one. Not the same one. But at but the same time, yeah, pretty maybe. close. Yeah, because yeah. you guys were both. Because I know that history about you. You guys were both from the restaurant industry. Well, I wasn't. I mean, I worked through the restaurant industry to find my career and find my path. But and I think that's a. That's a normal, you know, progression into like getting passion for wine is really just having access to good wines at a young age when you can't afford them. And that's what usually is the bug. At least it was for me. And that's what, and it inspired me. And I was already in a career in finance, trying to find my way, make my money. And I wanted to buy nice wines after drying, you know, drinking them in a, in a restaurant. So that was really the inspiration. You're like, I've made enough money. I don't want to make any more. I'm going to get into the wine business. Yeah, no, yeah no, exactly. No, 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 no. no, no. You got to keep working to pay for the wine business. It does not like work that way. Don, Don's an anomaly. Don, yeah, Don is, uh, is an anomaly for sure. Well, you hear so many stories of people who are doing like, look, I mean, we just interviewed wine industry persons of the year, Monica and Alex Villacana. They were doing fine in Southern California, but wine and Paso both bit them so hard that were like, this is amazing. You look at like Stanley and Elena from yeah. top. You look at yeah, so many stories. They're where, a great story. They yeah. are, but like so many stories of where I look at like my friend, you're not in Paso, but like Josh Clapper from Tambor, like people who are in the restaurant industry in major markets that go, whoa, there's something about wine that is too good. I got to leave this and try and pursue that. I, I think the I, lifestyle. I don't, I don't lifestyle. know if I've ever said this publicly, but. I started Turtle Rock in 2008 with $20,000. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. When's your TED Talk? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. After another couple shots of vodka. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny you say that. I'm doing yeah. one of those. I'm doing a TEDx really? talk. Really? Oh, you really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'm scared to death. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Are you I'm, scared to death of doing a talk? I'm That's so awesome. excited about this. Congrats. I want folks to go to corkandcruise.com. If you're going to do this, you got to go. You got to use that promo code. Why wouldn't you use that promo code, Paso Wine? You're going to get a magnum signed. And, for- and just to clarify, too, we only made 60 of those total. So it's not like there's a bunch of other magnums out there. There's only 60 magnums. In the world. Yeah, and I think we're Earth. allocating 20 or 30 for this. Um, wow. And probably 10 will go in my cellar. So yeah. I'm talking so this about is, something that's maybe 50 on the market of. Yeah. This is a rare, just that in and of itself is a, is a rare find. Not to mention so. after we become the best Bordeaux maker in Paso Robles, you want to be part of the yeah. inaugural vintage. <laughs> Got to be part of the inaugural vintage. Yeah. Is that, I mean, obviously you want to be the best winemaker. Uh, you've been doing wrong. And I say that jokingly. Of course obviously. you do. Yeah, you I, say that I have jazz, so much but, respect for all the people before me. But I mean, look, me. I mean like 55, 50 something, 50 to 55% of what we grow here in Paso is Bordeaux. I know. Cab. It's, it's crazy. And I just, I think it's time that we showed the ability to make literally top tier world class cabernet bordeaux blends out of us cuz it has the potential it just has to be grown in the right places on the right aspects farmed correctly and and handled correctly and we really can be one of the top producers of cabernet and bordeaux blends in the world and it's just it's just time like making a wine where your only concern is making the best and again back to why i pick kit and why he picked me is we we both believe in complete excellence like let's just shoot for the moon let's make the best cabernet in in paso robles in the world you know not just paso robles and the and, and the that's 20, a, oh, so the 23 vintage is is that year i, mean, I agree it's, it's will warm. it surpass 21 oh yeah i mean from a cabernet standpoint bordeaux standpoint 100%. absolutely wow. i mean we had the rain we had the we had the hang time on the on the fruit it's it's a it's a unique vintage that i've never seen as a grower I mean, it's amazing. And, and I think, too, that now that we realize the potential, 
Yeah. That we can try and reach for that again. We you know, we, it's not an anomaly. We can do it again. Where is your level? I'm so curious, Kit, like with wine, because you and I, we love cocktails. Yeah. We obviously love great wine, but how much do you know great wine? If I hired Don, I'd be like, yeah, just make it. Like, I, I'm not even going to like, or do you need to sit down with him in like the quietude of your own two of you gentlemen across the table and be like, I'm looking for this, Don. No. Or do you even, like, how can you tell Don Burns what you're looking for? Do you, do you wonder about that or how do you? feel that we don't get super technical but i would say like there's aspects of what we make and we make a chardonnay under under another label fun uh which is amazing that we best chardonnay tell me what why what, don't say another label what is the well label? it's the label's open outcry and it's a moth to flame and it's an amazing chardonnay that i make as a we, we it, anthony makes the wine and it's a and it's fantastic it's a, i was like i was like i'll make your reds well, so, but i'm yeah. not touching the well, white no, no, he's no, too no, good no, at no, it no, let, let's go back let's, <laughs> let's, let's actually his white wait, hold on hold on it was, you did say i can make that shit and then we kept <laughs> drinking it and you're like you know what let Anthony keep it. <laughs> that's so, actually exactly so how that's it exactly happened. how it happened. That's exactly. Because I was how concerned. Like, uh, I mind. was really concerned about Don making the Chardonnay because that's my baby and that's what Is I it? drink the okay. most of. And and Anthony, like I, I we talked. And Anthony's and so about, good at making white he wine. He killed it. So, like, he's he's he just an amazing it. winemaker from top to bottom. Well, his Canaro Jamesberry Vineyard White, and he's been doing it longer Rousson, than even. Yeah, he's been doing yeah. it longer than even Justin. I've been decided. picking for that. I've been picking that for him for. 18 years. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. In fact, there's a funny story I've told on this podcast, and I won't belabor the long story. I'll make it very short. But like one time I came into my now fiance on FaceTime with her friend from college, and I'm like, what? what is that bottle? Oh, that the Canero Roussant. What you opened? What? Like, oh, and it wasn't even her first bottle. It was like they're all hanging out. Yeah. It's like, it's like you know how long it took me to get that and like meet him. I, I came home to a Sinequin on book club one night, and I was oh, not Jesus. not thrilled. Stop it. Yeah, she didn't know any better. She's That's like, so "Oh, this is a pretty bottle." You're right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a very pretty bottle. The one that I had no um, taste in. And one thing too. Uh, Don't you love that? Not to not to be talking about Kit more, but I did a ranch tour at his place, and I got to tell you that it's made me actually. Now I'm going to start doing tours, uh, vineyard tours, because we are in Tin City, so we don't have the vineyard here. Right. But we are such a big buyer at G2 that we're going to start doing. Good for you. Uh, vineyard tours at G2, but that was solely based on the fact that I went to Kit's and did a ranch tour at his place, and I have to tell you. It's it's absolutely awe inspiring. I feel it is like- one of the most beautiful places in all of Paso Robles, and it it if you haven't done it. You need to go do it. Is like, it like it's ridiculous? You get into a mule or like a what do you yeah, get? Yeah, we we do Kubotas, but okay, it's depending yeah. on the weather and and how it's all. And you you drive around, get a full tour, see all the blocks, see the different varietals, and then we have this old Manzanita Grove, two hundred and fifty year old Manzanita Grove, where we'll have lunch. It's beautiful. The place is just absolutely. I have not been to your place, and all all I can think of about is when I get there next. I got to go there. Yeah, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I want to come out there. And 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 if you do it before the cruise, then you get to know us a little bit better, and then maybe we'll share our good wine with you when you get on the cruise. There we go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for the weather. We're not going to bring a ton of the good bottles back, but we're going to bring enough to share with our with our uh, our buddies and our and 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 a lot of the people who are coming to are are at least the ones that are already. Uh, they're major wine fanatics and are probably bringing their own stuff. And like, it's going to be a, and that's the thing is like, I don't want a literal, like we are going to drink some of the best wines in the world for seven days and eat some of the best food in the world. And then, and, but just hang out. I want to position this where we're not like, literally this has been on the market and like been available to get from a few months we're coming on board right now. So this isn't something that we're just like creating right now and like, oh, let's sell it. No, this has been on the books for a while. Yeah. And you already have cabins already sold. Oh, yeah. I just can't wait to see who listens to this and like wants to come and, and get involved with all of your friends that are already involved with Kit, with Juan, with Paso Wine. Because this is going to be this is going to be an unforgettable lifetime trip. And you, and you will definitely never know... Myself, Kit, or Juan any better than you will get to know us on this trip. We're yeah. we're so busy yeah. now that we don't Or me. I'll straight up get up in my sweats and go out to the the, the mess hall or whatever. <laughs> just, just no no more banana thongs. Okay. <laughs> no more banana <laughs> You heard about that apparently. I did, I did. No, this is gonna be one of those trips that you just and and, and you don't often take these. You have all that 
time we went to Mexico, that time we went on that cruise, like this will be a trip that you will just never forget. And what I loved about meeting Marianne and Jay, and I'd love to hear your you know interpretation because you met them far before I did, but they're just real intent and deliberate and thoughtful take on like giving folks who get on board with you, Don, an experience and experiences that they'll never forget. Yeah, I think I think that the what intrigued me the most about them was their kind of what I was talking about is of our attitude towards wine of excellence. Like they want this to be the best ever. They don't want it to be another cruise. They don't want it to make it like a standard cruise. This is like with people that don't do these cruises, with people that don't do these things, they talked us into it over a martini probably. And <laughs> now we're now we're doing it, but now we're fired up about it. And we're like, you know oh, what? Yeah. And, and one of my things was I'm not going to do any marketing. I'm not going to, you know, just... I'll go. But now that, I'm, now that I'm super fired up about it, I'm super excited. We've got some of our best friends, oh, some of our best yeah. drinking buddies. Yeah. Let's sell out the whole freaking boat. Yeah. And now we right? don't have to deal with anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> then it, we can just literally shut no. the whole place down and do whatever we want the whole time. And when you go to corkandcruise.com and check out the itinerary and check out all the ins and outs. Yeah, I'm going to Geneva a couple days early. Ooh, are you? Going to Barcelona after. Oh, yeah. The Barcelona's an extension you can do in Barcelona. But what I want folks to think about when they're looking at this and they're seeing if it's for them, here's a person like Don has always said no, but with these folks, with Marianne and Jay, with Cork and Cruz, you said yes. You found the value. You found the experience worthwhile, and that's why I'm going. It's why I hope people who are listening will go. Yeah, I, think I trust my kit is going. It's going to be really, really special. I agree. It's going to be a one of a kind trip. I can't wait. Go to Cork and Cruz. I hope we live through it. <laughs> <laughs> Seven days. Seven days. Oh, my God. It's so much I'm bringing my daughter just as a safety net. (laughs) Oh, is that right? Oh, cool. I am. Just to make sure I don't go off the rails. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But she's an old soul, I feel like. Every time I meet her, it's like... She's the best. She's just, like, so awesome. And, yeah, she'll probably keep us in line, I imagine. Oh, a little bit. What is she like? What is she? How old is she now? 16 now. Oh, yeah. But she's got an old soul vibe to her. Yeah. She's super cool. Young woman. That's super cool. She's been been watching me drink since she was born. Yeah. (laughs) Has she been... Been to France before? Ah, uh, she has not. This is going to be yeah. a one of a kind trip for her too, and Claudia and your family. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's oh, going to be great. Gonna be cool. Uh, I, it's it's sad that I have to uh, introduce them to Europe with this group of friends, <laughs> but <laughs> they uh, know us. Too it's well. also very exciting. She she's right. been around all these people. She's a like, oh, I know Kit yeah. too well. I know Juan too oh, well. Yeah. Well, uh, I want folks to go to corkandcruise.com as the website. When you finally make that decision. You need to. You need to be on this cruise with us. Alma Waterways is the best place you no, can no, do you one can... of these cruises. I'm talking like you've heard of Viking. You've heard of the other names. And like folks like Viking, I'll be honest, they've hit me up to do cruises with them. I cruise with Alma. They are fantastic. Their boats, their people are the absolute best. It's the reason why um, Cork and Cruise chose them to deal with. So... I want people to go on this cruise seven days. We're going to go through the Rhone. We're going to start in Lyon. Did you know that the Olympics are at this time? I did. Yeah, that's a little. It's going to be pretty wild. It's going to, France is going to have a thumping heartbeat like that the world is going to feel. And you could fly right into Lyon. You could be a little daring, fly into Paris, do a couple of days there. We might get a train from there to Lyon. Uh, we haven't decided what we're going to do. That's, La- that's why I'm doing Geneva first. There you go. Last time we ended the trip, we you're going to go to Barcelona. We did Marseille and did literally Thanksgiving Day in Marseille over the Mediterranean, eating for your oh, base. That's beautiful. It, it was about the most romantic thing. So what we're we doing do. is we're, we're doing the Wine Olympics. Exactly. That's what we should call this. We're we're doing the Wine Olympic cruise. (laughs) You think the Olympics are going on in Paris? Uh uh. They're going on. Wait till you see my dive off the boat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do the triple Lindy. Yeah. That's. Well, look, when you have wines like you, Don, and like Juan and like Kit, super small production, high end wines. Paso is known for being able to walk in and see that winemaker here and there. But with, with folks that are as in demand like you guys, it is really rare that you get a chance to spend seven days on a ship with the winemakers and the people who are in the mix. I mean, it's, it's probably never happened. It probably never will again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, probably a great way to put it's it. Honestly, that's the truth. I mean, yeah. we're, we're so busy. We have just the farm alone, for Kit especially, takes so much time just running the business keeping every you know it's it's a big production now and it's it's a lot of work and and the last thing especially when you're selling all your wine the last thing you're thinking about is doing 
events that help promote your wine, which I, I would love to do. Like, oh. I'm doing this because I want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, and doing Not a wine because event, I have to promote my and wine. And doing a wine event, you know, I go out and pour from one to three, meet people. Great. Sure. Seven days. No, this it's is a long time. You're, you're like. What if you get a stalker? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know true. what? I got some big shoulders. I will run block all right, for all right. your stalker. I'm well, good. Sure. I'm good. I can throw him off the side of the boat. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. They'll go right into the round. <laughs> yeah. Stalker goes right Don into the round. Don can defend himself. Yeah. No, no. Sometimes. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably be drinking with him until two in the morning. Right, I know, yeah. <laughs> but just like I remember getting I'll be my best of, friend before we leave. <laughs> getting bottles of sparkling or champagne over there, sabering I into the know, wrong river. Like, we I, are going to have a time that is going to be unparalleled. Yeah, I, I don't think that there will be a wine that any – well, I don't think there will be a wine that we bring that anybody will not be extremely thrilled with. And I know that there's going to be wines that we bring from there that are going to be and we're going to be buying wines and drinking wines and yeah. cocktails and like oh. we're going we're to do it all we're yeah. not just banger this isn't just about us it's about the experience and about the time there and the, the beautiful area and and the beautiful food and like and the people like the, for me it's the people like, do the three of you a lot hang out you I know you guys are drinking buddies Kit yeah. and Don how often is Juan in that mix every time he's in town yeah okay. <laughs> Is he here yet? I, think uh, I saw him at 12 o'clock this okay. afternoon. Yeah, I'll see him tomorrow at 4. Uh, so we'll be at Bottle Rock together. We'll yeah. be at Quesera and Napa together. We'll yeah. be uh, – it's it's a pretty tight community. It, it It's easy to hang out with people who are in the same business and understand the same challenges and understand the same things that you're going through and that you can let loose with and hang out with and, and actually enjoy wine and not be analyzing each other's wines. Because like, you get along like – young winemakers or other people and they just want to know what you did and how you did it and how'd you make it and how'd you ferment it and and when we get together we just we just enjoy great wines you can turn the brain off you can just relax and have a good time and that's what i'm looking for from this cruise it's just a just a time to just enjoy our enjoy our consumers enjoy our friends enjoy each other and enjoy yeah. some freaking great wine and some great food and, and a beautiful, beautiful place that has so much history in what we do. This is one of those opportunities that if you're looking at like your calendar, your situation, your vacation outlook, your budget, this is one of those things that you have to fit this into because this won't happen again. To have Don, Kit, Juan, I am just so excited to be another person on that boat to watch, capture cultivate memories that I will bring back from the boat onto the show for audience, but to meet folks of the Where Wine Takes You podcast family and hang out with them there, it is going to be so And, and that's the perfect word is family. Right? It yeah. becomes family. Like yeah. your, your friends and your family, it's not just, uh, we don't have to push wine. We like to share it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Final thoughts, Kit, on this. Wait, he was just going to tell you that he's going to throw in a- Wait, what? A, a vineyard tour- for oh. anybody who signs up. There you go. Yeah, let's do it. In addition, a vineyard tour. In addition to the magnum that you're going to get of this inaugural 21 blend. Yeah, absolutely. Look under your chairs listening. You get a vineyard yeah. tour. You're like, Oprah, you get, you get a vineyard yeah. tour. You well, get a vineyard tour. It's capped. We're yeah. capping at it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, we, we would love to share the vineyard tour with, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's a great it's a great experience. It's a lot of fun. It's I mean the the property's beautiful. We love it. Pastoral Place is amazing. So Yeah. Yeah, I think too that was the other thing about the cruise is I felt like it's time to give back to. Like maybe I don't need to sell the wine, but uh, I like that. It's 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 good to help promote the area, help the people coming after me, the people that are still here that maybe are not in the position that I'm in. Uh, I'm super fortunate to be here. I love the community. Um you guys are amazing uh so yeah it's time to time to get the name out there not just for me but for everybody here and to make people realize how special Paso Robles is I love that dude well you have seen a meteoric rise you have worked hard to get there so this is not like just like a Johnny come lately thing you have worked to earn where you've got I'm so excited to hear that Kit and you have partnered up we're going to be making the Hawks Hill wines I'm excited that your buddy Juan Mercado who we interviewed about a year ago is going to be on this cruise with gosh when I interviewed him with Eric Jensen he was he told me the name off the air but I was like you know sworn to secrecy yeah. you know the Rise brand of course Realm fame he is going to be on this boat you are not going to find any of these wine river 
cruises. There will never be one like that yeah, again, no, guaranteed. No, this is about this is as premium as it gets. And thank you to Cork and Cruise, one, for putting this together, two, for inviting me and the folks of AMA and Joel for being a part of this. And just like Don, I'm so excited to be coming on there with you. I feel like I'm going to become even uh, more yeah, of a I can't. I, I love spending time with you. It's going to be uh, fun to do it for seven days. Finally. Yeah, it's going to be rad. I and thank you, Palace and Wine Alliance, too. Yeah, they've, been, yeah. they've been so amazing to us and we will always support that, and uh, they've really helped. That We wouldn't be here without them. Yeah, they do a fantastic job. Kit, I'm so excited you're on this. I've always loved hanging out with you, yeah, man. and I get you for a whole seven days, brother. Yeah. Where wine takes you is corkandcruise.com. Don't forget, use that promo code, Paso Wine. You will get that 21 inaugural Turtle Rock Magnum. Donnie's going to sign it. We're going to hook you up. Our boy Kit just got sucked into vineyard yeah. tours. He's he down did, for it. He did, I know. And, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that vineyard tour lunch. is life-changing. And honestly, if you want to connect, and if you get in on this, I would love to figure out a way to like, you know, have you be part of with Paso Wine, whether we're, we're going to start doing some Where Wine Takes You dinners. We really want to show love to people that want to be on board with us for this week. So you got Kit delivering. You have Don, obviously, with his magnum, and uh, myself. Definitely be involved with the folks at Paso Wine to deliver some value and some beautiful beautiful love for coming on this boat this is going to be a time you will never forget where wine takes you it's taking us to france in august baby cheers, cheers. Awesome. cannot wait love, love you guys ah. love you, awesome buddy. and if they don't like the wine i will personally throw them off the boat Wow, thanks so much, Don Burns, Kit Kuyper, and of course, uh, Marianne and Jay from corkandcruise.com. That's the website you got to check out if you want to be on board the Ama Christina with us. You don't want to miss this. Corkandcruise.com and get all the info you need, including, don't forget that promo code, Pass a Wine. Sounds like it's just a more is being added on to it. Got that magnum of that 21 Cab, you can't even get your hands on, signed by Don, Vineyard Tour at Hawks Hill. Use that promo code Paso Wine, and we will see you on board August 1st. I can't wait to meet you and spend a week in France with you. All right, on to our Travel Paso Spotlight. Hit up TravelPaso.com. It's essential before your next trip to Paso Robles. What's going on with these distilleries? I mean, imagine being at the ground level when there were 14 wineries, right? Well, now picture a world-class wine country that has learned years ago, hey, let's start making some spirits. Refined Distillery was the first one, and then more and more and more jumped on board. Now, we got over a dozen of them. We're the only distillery trail in California. And what's so cool about Paso Wine Country, you find in the spirit community as well. Open arms, open books, open hearts, and they are all about giving you an experience you will never forget. Go to PasaRobosDistilleryTrail.com. Excited to check in with my friend Lynette Sani from the Paso Robles Distillery Trail. Lynette, thanks for sharing where wine takes you. How are you? I'm doing great, Adam. How are you doing? I am good. You know me. I love a cocktail. And I love the work that you are doing with the Paso Robles Distillery Trail. We're the only distillery trail in California. I had no idea. We are. We are absolutely the only distillery trail. And actually, I think there's only a couple west of the Rockies. I mean, the, we have become the destination for craft spirits here on the Central Coast. Now, we are known for our wine, of course, but like you just noted, we are quickly becoming known for craft spirits, whether it's, you know, Alex and Monica Villacana, who started the whole thing as the first ones here with refined distillery, literally taking uh, the Sagne, the bleed from a red wine and turning it into spirits, or it's, you know, now we got whiskeys, we got this, we got that. I mean, people are making grappa, amaro. I mean, it's nuts and it is so cool. It is so cool and it is so delicious. These craft spirits and the artisan distillers, they really do put their heart and soul into the product and you can really taste it. And we're really excited about that. I don't think you have an area like this and such a quickly growing Paso Robles distillery trail without 
wine country because if you take a look at like folks like Steve Glossner who was making the wines at Justin when they were putting the Justin and Paso on the map around the country, he's now got Pendres and making beautiful liqueurs and and different brandies and spirits. And then you have folks like we talked about refined using the old um, you know products that were being really discarded and turning it into spirits. So you look at like Tin City Distillery who you got you know Don from Turtle Rock and sourcing these incredible vineyards, vineyards that producing wines that you can't even get a hold of, yet they're using these products for their spirits. And you just don't get that when you're not in wine country. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just one more reason to come travel Paso, right, is the distilleries. The craft distilleries are great. If you go to PasoRobosDistilleryTrail.com, you could see we got almost, we got over a dozen members. And they really, Lynette, range from Paso, but all the way down into the southern part of the county, like Avila Beach and Arroyo Grande. I mean, they're all over Slow County. Right, right. We do. We go north to south, um, cover it all. So we've got four distilleries in the South County and um, they're, like you say, all the way down to Grover Beach. We literally are North Paso to South Grover Beach and um, everywhere in between. So you have the likes of Autry Cellars, Azeo Distillery, Bethel Road Distillery, Calwise. We've got Donati. We have Willow Creek. We have Pendres and Grain and Vine and Refined and Tin City and Rod and Hammer, of course, Crowbar and Slow to V anchors us in the South County and Grover Beach. So we really are widespread and it's a great break for your palate in between wine tasting. So come for the wine, stay for the spirits, and enjoy Paso Robles. You know what's cool is that with 13 distilleries, over half of them are doing whiskey. So there's so many different things that we talked about earlier that folks are making from vermouths and this and that and the other. Craft uh, mixologists just absolutely love it. But whiskey has become really, really hot here. It really has. And, you know, over half our distillers are crafting whiskey. And as you know, Adam, it takes time, right? You just, that just doesn't, you know, come out of the spout. It needs to be aged. And so the the time and the effort and the love that goes into those barrels really comes out. And you've got folks that are making the distilled whiskey is uh, Cowwise, Grain and Vine, Crowbar, Refined, Rotten Hammer, Tin City, and Willow Creek. All of those, all of those distilleries really put love and but they also put their own spin and spirit into their spirit if you will and it really comes out so no two whiskeys are alike and that's what makes it fun you could literally have a weekend of just whiskey tasting or you could literally have a weekend of just gin tasting but the cool thing is is that most of these distilleries they have a full lineup of artisan spirits and then you also have the people like you mentioned before that you've got steve at pendres who just this passion and this craft that they put into their brandies is just second to none and you could quite literally do a brandy tasting weekend or add that brandy tasting on your wine tasting experience. Um, so quite frankly, Adam, you know, a weekend isn't enough to experience all the really great beverages here in, you know, wine country for sure. And I just think of how cool it is to be coming to an area where we're still really at the ground level. I mean, imagine coming to Paso when there were 14, 13, 14 wineries. And now here we are over just over a dozen uh, spirit producers here. There is this copper card that you can get with the Paso Robles Distillery Trail. It's literally this, this sturdy piece of copper that sits in your wallet. And everywhere you go, you can get it stamped, get treated VIP, get a tasting to all the distilleries. And the best part, Lynette, I mean, all in all, this costs you about half of what it would if you went out to all the distilleries and did it yourself. Oh, easy half. And plus you get all the VIP treatment, as you mentioned. So we're really excited that we're going to be launching our Copper Card campaign to promote Distillery Trail Weekend. And you'll be hearing and seeing more about that come June. But if you have a Copper Card already, no, they never expire. So um, you can walk in and get your VIP treatment and tasting and they'll punch your card and move on to the next distillery. And that Paso Distillery Trail Weekend, August 9th through 11th. Go to PassoRobles.DistilleryTrail.com, learn all about all the members, learn about how you can get that copper card in your wallet before your next trip to Paso to taste some spirits. Thanks for lifting my spirits right now, Glenette. Always love chatting with you, and I will see you out and about on the trail soon. See you on the trail, Adam. Thanks so much. All right, again.
PasaRobles.distilleryTrail.com, and of course, hit TravelPaso.com. Save that bookmark it and make sure you visit it often and definitely before your next trip to Paso. And use the show notes. All the links for CorkandCruise.com. We'll put a link in there for the Paso Robles Distillery Trail. Check out the show notes right here and get all the links you need. Now, get ready to mark your calendars because the fourth annual Paso Robles Wine Country virtual auction is upon us. Starting Monday, March 11th through Saturday, March 16th. And trust me, you won't want to miss out on this virtual extravaganza. Lots going on. What's the fuss about? Well, imagine getting your hands on some of the most exclusive wine lots and experiences you can't find anywhere else. We're talking about 30 custom curated packages that are like hidden treasures waiting to be discovered. Picture yourself indulging in luxurious overnight stays, savoring Michelin star dining, embarking on thrilling vineyard adventures, and of course, tasting rare and allocated wines that you just can't get your hands on. But here's the best part. Every bid goes towards a great cause. The proceeds from this auction benefit the Paso Robles Wine Country Alliance Foundation, a 501c3 organization dedicated to giving back to the community. They do great work to support local nonprofits, provide educational scholarships for young adults aspiring to make their own mark in the Paso Robles region. So whether you are a wine aficionado looking to expand your collection, this is the way to do it, or simply someone who just loves to support a meaningful cause, this virtual auction is where it's at. I mean, look at some of these lots, and horizontal Magnum collection from Epic Estate Wines, Saxum Library Wines, an Onyx Estate immersive excursion for eight. You got some unforgettable getaways. I love this one. Check out the French Connection for six. You could host your party at the backyard in Paso, an Allegretto Vineyard Resort stay, Paso Robles Distillery Experience, Caliza and McPhee's Winemaker Dinner for eight. I mean, there's so much going on here. Check out the lots. Get ready to bid, sip, and make a difference in Paso Wine Country. Go to PasoWine.com for more, and you can also check out the links in the show notes here. What a show. Thanks to Joel Peterson, executive producer and Paso Wine. Associate producer is Krista Smith. The podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by yours truly. Original music on the show, Good Company, performed by Moonshiner Collective. They're actually performing March 22nd in San Luis Obispo at Rod and Hammer Rock. They're on the Paso Robles Distillery Trail. They're in Slow, but they're on the trail. They make fantastic whiskeys. The place used to be called Slow Brew Rock. It's right by the airport in San Luis Obispo. Anyways, they got a beautiful venue there, and Moonshutter Collective is going to be playing live March 22nd. If you've ever seen this band live, you know what's up. If you know, you know. If you don't, go to moonshinercollective.com and get your tickets. Technical consideration, thanks to Fly With Wine. You could find me on Instagram at Adam on the Air. And for any and all info and all I'm up to, please check out adammontiel.com. Montiel, M-O-N-T-I-E-L. You can reach out, offer any questions, critiques, comments on the show here, adammontiel.com, and hit that connect tab. Wow, I am enthusiastic. I am exhilarated. We're going to France. Lift that glass up high until we cheers in France aboard the Ama Cristina. Thanks to Ama Waterways and CorkandCruise.com for sending us on an unforgettable trip. Now, all we're missing is you. Go to CorkandCruise.com. And until we meet in France, enjoy where wine takes you. So give me that moonshine we pass all around to the job is camped out in a cheesy will simplify look company give me that moonshine we get by we pass all around to the job is camped out in a cheesy will simplify look company give me that moonshine we get by we pass all around to the job is camped out in a cheesy will simplify good company give me that moonshine we get by we pass all around to the job is camped out in a cheesy world, simplifying good company.